Welcome to Building the Future, Freedom, Prosperity, and Foreign Policy, a podcast series focused on updating the United States soft power playbook to meet the hopes and aspirations of developing countries because it's in America's interest to do so. I'm Dan Rundy, Senior Vice President at CSIS. There are a lot of global challenges out there, so let's get started. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Building the Future with Dan Rundy. Today I'm joined by my friend Dex Burns. He's the founding president and CEO of First Trip. And I've just agreed to join his board. And we're going to talk about this because I think it's a really interesting organization. Dex founded First Trip to increase diversity and study abroad in international affairs by reducing barriers for underrepresented college students to travel abroad for the first time and pursue global careers. He's currently a PhD student at the George Washington University Graduate School of Education and Human Development. He's a part-time lecturer at the Elliott School at GW. He's also a member of the Chicago Council on Global Affairs. His hometown is Chicago, so it's understandable, which is great. Dex began his career at the International Trade Commission before working at the National Institutes for Health. He also worked at CSIS, which is the host of this podcast, so He joined in March of 2018 and spent over three years at the organization before he began his doctoral studies. He founded First Trip in November of 2019. So I'm podcasting Dex today to talk about the importance of America leveraging all of its people in our foreign policy and how we make that possible. So Dex, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Dan. I'm really happy to be here. So Dex, tell us about your background. Yeah, so thank you for the marvelous introduction. So yes, in addition to uh, leading First Trip, I am currently a a doctoral student at GW in the Human and Organizational Learning Program. And what I study is workforce development, specifically that workforce development in the international affairs space. Previously, I managed the internship programs while I was working at the International Trade Commission and at the Center for Strategic and International Studies, where you and I work together. Prior to that, I studied international affairs and Latin American studies at the University of Illinois. So I really got an opportunity to see what international affairs looks like, not only studying it, but what it looked like in practice. Okay, so tell me about what is First Trip and why did you start it? Yeah, so First Trip, we are a registered 501c3 nonprofit organization headquartered here in the district. And I started it out of a need, a need to increase minority participation in study abroad in international affairs. So in some of my work within international organizations, specifically the internship programs, I noticed that the cohorts were not really reflective of the United States population, not only the United States population, but the population of Washington, D.C. And I started doing research wondering why that was. And what I found was there are diversity issues regarding pipelines. So that's what First Trip focuses on. I think a lot of international organizations have recognized that there is a diversity issue But in my opinion, a lot of them aren't looking at the root causes. So in my preliminary research, the root causes tend to be that African-Americans are underrepresented in study abroad. And so you think of study abroad as sort of that kickstarter to careers in international affairs. 
And a NASFA Association of International Educators actually put it at 4.1% of African-Americans that actually study abroad. And so when you have students who never go abroad, they're never exposed to that global citizenship. They never get a chance to understand what it means to study something outside of the United States. And so when you have international organizations trying to diversify, it's really challenging because that global acumen is non-existent. And so First Trip was created to create those pipelines. So we start by doing passport workshops at inner city schools, high schools, even at some HBCUs and other institutions or in the D.C. area to get students their first passports while they're undergraduate students. And then we provide funding for them to go abroad. And then once they come back, if they're interested in international careers, once they come back, then we pair them with D.C.-based mentors to provide some of those global career mapping services. So why is First Trip needed and why does this need to be done now? So First Trip is needed because it's in America's benefit to have an international affairs workforce that looks like the world and our country's population. And we are in a very unique opportunity to do that. If you look at the Council on Foreign Relations top issues facing United States national security, you see uh, Chinese foreign influence, counterterrorism in the Middle East, diplomacy and foreign aid in Africa, immigration and uh, sociopolitical issues in Venezuela and other places in Latin America. And so these are the top issues right now. And so when we have a representative international affairs professionals that are representative of our entire country, it's actually beneficial to our national security. I think study abroad has sort of become what I like to call the Eiffel Tower selfie culture, whereas, you know, a lot of rich European nations are the destinations for study abroad. Going to France, going to the UK, going to Australia, when that's really not what the big issues are in our country right now. And when you have students who are trying to get into international affairs or trying to build these pipelines, sending them to these countries where they are going to gain that global acumen. And there are going to be countries that the United States are going to see as strategic locations for the future of international affairs. It's important that we focus on those countries. And that's why one of the reasons why First Trip, we only send students to countries that are ranked lower than very high on the Human Development Index just for that purpose. So how is First Trip planning to scale in the future or expand to other areas? The number one way that we're going to do that is sort of similar to what the STEM fields are doing. So the STEM fields notice that there is a lack of diversity in science, technology, engineering, mathematics. And what they did was they started early creating those pipelines, investing time and monetary resources into educational programs, early childhood educational programs to get students excited about STEM topics. And so what we're doing at First Trip is sort of the early approach, the math, the passports, the passport workshops, getting students interested in international affairs very early in their high school, late high school, early college career. And part of the reason we're going to be able to do that is to get the movers and shakers in international affairs to step up and say, we're going to take 
the journey instead of the sprint. We're going to help build the pipeline. And so what First Trip has already done is we've partnered with a couple of organizations that are interested in seeing more diversity in international affairs and individuals. We have like McLarthy Associates. They're great. That's a big organization. Absolutely. And Rick Rosso at uh, CSIS does some great work with McLarthy, and he highly supports our work at First Trip. And we've also reached out to some of the top schools in international affairs because it is going to be that coalition approach, right? It's that coalition approach that says we are the field of international affairs and we are going to invest in these early pipelines so that students that are more representative of the United States as a whole have an opportunity to break into this field and prosper. It's awesome. That's great. How does First Trip interact with other efforts to promote diversity in international affairs? Yes. So we do partner with schools of international affairs, most notably Howard University. They have an excellent team, the Ralph Bunch Center of International Affairs. They were one of our earliest partners, and we've actually sent many of their students on their first trips abroad. They've just been great strategic partners with us. We've partnered with Morgan State University and the University of Maryland at Eastern Shore, where we hosted a couple of passport workshops. Okay, so if I'm a university administrator listening to this, or I'm a student listening to this, how can I get involved with First Trip? For universities, um, we do have three major programs, our passport workshops, our uh, study abroad scholarship, First Trip scholarship and our global career mapping program. And so the Passport Workshops are open to institutions of higher learning that are interested in getting students acquainted with why it's important to have a passport in the United States. The U.S. passport is one of the most powerful documents in the world, and it opens the door to multiple countries to travel visa-free. And so what we do is we help those students get their first passports by explaining the nuts and bolts of the DS-11 application process. And many of those students also qualify to get a voucher. And so First Trip actually provides them a voucher in the form of a money order made out to the U.S. Department of State. So students don't have that financial burden. And then we provide the study abroad scholarships. So the scholarships are available for students that are traveling abroad for the first time to those eligible destinations I mentioned earlier. And so they are countries that are ranked lower than very high on the Human Development Index. And so it's going to be those strategic countries that I spoke about earlier. And we have a full list on our website, firsttrip.org, where students and university administrators can see the destinations that are eligible for our awards. And then lastly, we have the Global Career Mapping Program, our GCM program, where we partner with dozens of global professionals throughout Washington, D.C. and the Chicagoland areas who volunteer their time to mentor a student for a year. The mentoring program, students meet with a mentor for about 30-minute sessions twice a month, and the mentors can help them with a variety of things. It could be a LinkedIn profile. It could be resumes. And it's essentially providing that network. So we know how important networking is in the Washington, D.C. area, and some students just don't get that network. A couple of mentors are even able to point 
their mentees to internships opportunities in international organizations in Washington, D.C. And so in those internships sort of serve as a stepping stone into those global careers. I think students are pretty much aware we get so many applications for our scholarships, but university administrators, especially if you are trying to build an international affairs program or you have a well-established one, partnering with First Trip shows that you are willing to take part in this early pipeline creation that we are doing at First Trip in partnership with many other international leaders and international organizations. Listen, Dex, this is great. I really appreciate you being on Building the Future with Dan Rundy today. So Dex, where is the website if you want to go visit First Trip? Yeah, so that website is www.firsttrip.org. You can learn all about our work, all about our programs, and you can see some of the people we are working with, some of the people who have committed to long-term diversity and study abroad and international affairs, such as yourself. We just invite anyone who's interested in our mission to join our cause. Give a donation. Tell your friends and your alma mater about us because we are changing a paradigm. Thanks, Dex. I really appreciate your leadership. And I think what you're doing is really interesting. That's why I've invested so much time. I really believe in what you're doing. And congratulations. Again, it's firsttrip.org. It's been so great to talk to my friend Dex Burns, the founding CEO of, of First Trip. All right. See you soon, Dex. Thank you. Thanks so much, Dan. If you enjoyed this podcast, check out our larger suite of CSIS podcasts from Into Africa, The Asia Chessboard, China Power, AIDS 2020, The Trade Guys, Smart Women, Smart Power, and more. You can listen to them all on major streaming platforms like iTunes and Spotify. Visit csis.org slash podcasts to see our full catalog 